welcome back to Show Talk, the place where I talk, you talk, and we talk about shows. As you can tell by the amazing intro, we are going into another episode of Cloak and Dagger Season 1, Episode 2, Suicide Sprints. Now, if you've been following along with all my other shows, or if you remember from my brief overview in episode one, we do have a small order before we just jump right into things. So we're going to start with a quick recap of what happened in episode one and move our way down to what's going on in episode two. And boy, is it a drama. Our our kids can't get a break. <sighs> I'm just going to throw this out there though before we get right into it. That Cloak and Dagger is a TV 14 show, so I hope that you are of the appropriate age to be watching and or listening. I want to save your jailbait ears for as long as possible. But if you are, continue forward to what is Cloak and Dagger. So when we last left off with Tyrone and Tanny, we got to see what major changes have happened to their life since the explosion of Roxxon Corp. We see that Tyrone is still struggling with the death of his brother Billy, shot by another police officer. Now, right off the bat, this is what I love about the show and what I've loved about the show going forward is that it attacks very serious questions and issues that are going on in today's society. Specifically, a black young man, Billy, shot by a white cop. So we get to hear uh, and see different focuses on how that affects the family, how that affects Tyrone growing up the pressures that he's under. And he's under a lot of pressure to be perfect in a society that's always looking down on him or expecting more from him. And we see that continue on with this episode as well. Now on Tandy's side of the story, we see that the Roxxon explosion has caused nothing but pain for her, especially with the death of her father. And now that her father was also part of Roxxon in some form, it seems that they are using him as a way to save themselves, maybe scapegoat themselves, um, and just small tidbits that we're able to see. But we can see that this change and his death has dropped them from a high society class to now a low society class and Tandy is doing whatever she can to get by whether it's drugs or stealing and she her home life has gone from riches to shackles and it's very interesting to see how both their lives have changed to where Tyrone's has gone up in society and hers has gone down and they all come to a head when both Tyrone and Tandy meet in a high school party in the graveyards where when they touch there's a huge explosion and their powers finally come through and although we were able to see glimpse of it in their past when they saved each other's lives we're now seeing it as adults and seeing that maybe what they saw as children is real and maybe they're able to do something with it we even were even able to see them use their powers slightly in episode one 
Tandy is able to use her dagger to protect herself from one of her marks trying to attack her and rape her and she's able to set herself free by using her dagger and that itself causes trouble for her because she doesn't know if he's alive and she doesn't know if he's dead and we're going to continue on with episode two knowing what she's going to do with that information with the fact that she now has possibly a life on her hands with Tyrone, although he's unable to control it at the moment, neither of them are, he's able to jump from place to place with his cloak and he's able to find Connors, the cop that shot his brother and who everyone has told him does not exist. And now with this vengeance that's on his mind on getting justice for Billy, we get to see how he moves on from that as well, especially with the pressures that he has on him from society. Now, that's everything that happened in season one, episode one of Cloak and Dagger. And it seems like a lot to happen in one hour, but you gotta know that these are two characters that we're supposed to love and invest in and get to know. And I feel like we're able to do that from that episode. We're able to see their past and see their present and how now that they have these powers, what they're going to do with it, how their personalities and how they've grown and the changes that's happened in their lives can affect how they're going to use their powers and what they're going to do with it. Moving on to episode two. Wow, our kids can't get a break because Tyrone is still going on with everything and finding out that Connors is alive and he has to figure out what to do with it. And Tandy, like we said before, is still figuring out what to do to the fact that she might have possibly killed somebody. And... And now that we have a new player coming onto the field by the name of Detective O'Reilly, who knows what's going to happen to her and what she's going to need to do. And seeing as how Ty and Tandy aren't really together this episode, we're just gonna break them apart in what's going on. We're gonna start off with what goes on with Ty and his life, and then we'll move on to what's going on with Tandy and her life. And we'll see how that just plays on to episode three. Now, Tyrone. Man, this little boy has a fuse that's just ready to explode and we just see it all this episode, especially now that he knows that Connor is alive and knowing that no one's believed him for so long. We start off the episode with him in school talking to his priest or whatever he's in a catholic school and he's basically just owning up to the fact that he's had so much anger and what they consider to be poison and he says if he can give a little bit of the poison that's been held within himself for so long to the person that caused it what what gives him the right not to you know and i think that that's such an interesting play on everything that's going on with his life because it has been a poison. It's been building up. It's been killing him on the inside and he's been showing it externally to those around him, which leads him to decide to find Connors, to see what he's really about. Maybe even see if he's actually real to himself, to Tyrone himself. And then 
go from there. Really go from there. Whether it's going to be to kill him, to bring him to justice in the court system, or who knows. But while he has all this going on, there's still his life that he needs to focus on. Specifically, basketball and let's just say his teammates are not happy at the fact that he's missed a session especially since he's caused a major basketball fight in the last episode that had them lose the game they even go as far as to beat him up for the fact that they had to do a let's say a large amount of suicide sprints um while he wasn't there and Ah, that scene hurt me so much because these are the people that are supposed to be his friends. Although everything crazy is going on, school and home, those are supposed to be his small factors of things that are supposed to remain normal and good. And here we have his friends that are just terrible and they just unleash all of their wrath on him and beat him up and he wakes up just angry and you can see everything that's just been pent up for so long come through he grabs a bat he goes hammering and oh man i've not i've never seen this side of him it's only episode one but i've watched this season um already and i've watched a bit of season two already and i'm not gonna lie this episode has been a character or a development of him that I haven't seen greatly throughout the season. But every time I do see it, I just, uh, Aubrey, I see you and you're acting. I felt that. I felt the emotion that he put through, the pain that he's going through. And I hoped you guys felt that as well. But with all of this pain and with all of this anger, you can tell that he's made up his mind. He's going after Connors and he's going to get his justice once and for all. But first, we gotta clear it with Mama and we get to see him go home and talk to his mother about how she's handling everything, how she's been able to rise above the death of Billy and give them what they have today. We even go back earlier in the episode and his father talks about how she is the example that he should be following. She is what's lifted them up so far. And pressure much? I'm not gonna lie. This episode, Tyrone has been under so much pressure to the fact that I even looked at his parents sideways. This is a child. He is in high school. And yes, they have to face so much socially and the injustice and all of that good stuff quotes you, you feel the quotes but he's still just a child who witnessed the death of his brother although maybe no one believes him but wow that is a lot for him just to face on his own and to add more pressure onto it from his own family i was kind of mad too but I guess I can say I understand it because we see a new development of Tyrone's powers when he goes to talk to his mother before he makes his big decision. As he touches her hand, he gets to see a vision. Now, although we saw a small glimpse of this in episode one, we get to see Tyrone's 
big journey into it himself, him physically being there looking into this vision. And it, it seems that we're looking into his mother's fears because as he touches her hand, as he's asking her how she survived this long after Billy's death, we see what she's truly afraid of, losing both of her children and not being able to protect them no matter what she does. Now this visually was such a great scene because I'm not gonna lie, the woman who plays Mama Johnson is such a great actress that just seeing her pain in possibly losing her son for the second time you you felt that as well this season i'm just gonna hold it up to all the actors are going to be amazing and for future seasons i'm already prepared but i was emotional as well in seeing her fear and i can tell that that reflected in ty as well and basically put the nail in the coffin in his decision to possibly kill connor's he goes out and gets a gun and he has that moment he has that chance to kill connor's and he jumps and where does he jump ba, 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 in front of tandy she of course is on her own little bend after everything that's happened to her and we should as a segue jump right back into that and see how her life has changed and everything in the last episode because it has the drama, but we love her for it. So let's see what's been going on in Tandy Bowen's life. Now, if you thought things were spicing up with Tyrone's story, clearly you haven't been looking at what's been going on with Tandy, because I swear this girl, trouble just finds her and is willing to stay and be her best friend. And that comes with after her defense against her mark who tried to attack her she doesn't know what to do she doesn't know if she's killed him she doesn't know if he's alive so she runs to her friend slash boyfriend slash fwb for help and they look to see if he's alive which we don't really know but what we do know is that tandy needs to leave she needs to cover her tracks because if he is alive he's seen her face and if he's not alive then she's a murderer and none of those are really good options for anyone at the moment but to run away to get a new life to start a new life that comes with a price and money makes the world go round but tandy doesn't have a lot of it so Looking to scrounge up 11 grand, she goes back home. Because lucky for her, she's been saving up for a moment like this since everything that's happened. And she has money stashed in that little pink backpack that she's had ever since she was a child. But I don't think anybody saw this coming when she went back home. And what did she see? Lo and behold, her mother had gone and taken all of her money as well as all of her pills which honestly she didn't need it anyway it might as well have gone and used it she used it all because apparently this new guy that's in her mother's life who filed an injunction to open back the keys for Roxanne needed the money 
as well as the drugs apparently because they're clearly high out of their mind and oh man i was never so angry before in my life if you thought i was angry at the pressure that tyrone's parents were putting on him i am just angry at the pure like they don't tandy's mom does not care she really doesn't she like She's happy she's alive, but girl is living under her own life right now and clearly does not care about her daughters, just about surviving. And that's just sad because Tandy has already been living on her own. She's she's not even living with her mom. She's basically just a storage for her. But to have her mom just betray her like that, I, ugh, man, that hurt me. And two... Two, her mom had the nerve, the nerve to throw out her dad's name and the fact that she he wouldn't be proud about how Tandy was turning out. Girl, look in the mirror. He wouldn't be proud of you either. Ugh. Just small things in that scene alone that really hurt me. The fact that Tandy put her trust in her mother and her mother failed her again and the fact that her mother had the nerve to throw her father out there knowing how important tandy's father is to her and everything she's been through the fact that she saw her father die in front of her come on the girl was trapped in a car with her dead father for who knows how long before she was able to escape talk about trigger warnings Anyway, let me calm myself down as we got past that. But now that Tanny doesn't have any money, she has to find a new way to get the 11 grand. 11 grand. But luckily, this is nothing new. She knows the best way to get what she wants is to find the rich people, the people with the money, and take it. Because really what are they missing and so she decides to hit one last big mark with her and liam they're gonna slip in to a wedding party and there's money flowing everywhere there they have multiple areas where they can attack fast and attack hard and get the money that they need to finally escape and that's what she does now the scene where they're in the wedding is it's very interesting to see because even Leon points out that this is a place that Tandy's grown into. This is familiar to her. Her family was well off. This is a well off family, a well off wedding. So she knows all the tricks and tips that go around. But it's interesting to see her in that lifestyle now with everything that's been going on with her life in general. And I think that's a key thing to focus on in how she plays on with the rest of the episode and her actions because it's very emotionally draining i feel like for her to go through all of that and now with her powers as she touches people as well she gets to see not their fears as tyrone does but their hopes as she touches liam she sees his hope to one day marry her and be with her and be the one that she can lean on and our girl she's not like that she's quick to run as soon as she thinks that someone is getting too close to her and Liam friend you are getting too close when she touches the the bridesmaid who has all the money she sees her hopes and 
oh, it just hurts me so much that she has that power because it feels like Tandy herself, although she can see other people's hopes, doesn't see that for herself. And I feel the same thing goes with Tyrone as well. Although he sees people's fears, he's filled with it so much that it's just uh, it's small things about this show that I love so much to see. Um, but Tandy, she's able to get that life to run. And as she is running, Liam gets caught by who? Detective O'Reilly. Now, she's a new character coming into this episode. And I am excited to see what she's able to contribute because Every scene that we've seen Detective O'Reilly in so far, the woman has barely said one word. Not a word, but she exudes so much power and confidence as a cop that she's powerful. And if there's one thing I love about a show, it's showing powerful women. And if she can either help or hinder Tandy, I can tell that it's going to be interesting to see if anything. And also, we know that she's good at her job because she's is able to track down Liam and he is arrested. And I'm guessing that's just her way to get in contact with Tandy. But as we know about Tandy, when she runs, she runs hard, even if that means leaving the people that she does care about. But she gets stopped by Tyrone, who ends up jumping into her space and almost shooting her. And it basically ends the episode with a big car crash that they have from her crashing into him and him crashing into her. And so who knows what episode three is going to go into because it's a kind of a bit of a cliffhanger because they're finally in the same space once again. And we know what happened the last time they were together. It was explosive. So let's see what happens in episode three. And I hope you guys will be right there with me as we see what Tandy and Tyrone can do together or apart and what their decisions from this episode is going to do going on forward. What did you guys think of this episode? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Clearly, I had some specific emotions about different scenes that happened. And I hope you guys were okay with that kind of format of me just relaxing a little bit and letting my emotions go and how I felt about the episode instead of like a clear cut, here's what happened. But I kind of liked it a little bit more. I felt like I was talking to you guys a little bit more. So let me know what you think. Uh, I am watching season two currently on Twitter. I am live tweeting every episode and man, it's a doozy. So when I get there, because I will, I hope you guys are listening along with me. Hopefully I can get there before the season finale for season two and we can get there together and go over it and be in our feelings. Um, what were some of your favorite scenes from this episode? I really liked that we were able to see both Tandy and Tyrone use different aspects of their powers. I really liked seeing the growth and development of Tyrone as a character. It's interesting to see because they're in different lifestyles, they're in different lives, but they're both going through similar things. Their cloak and their dagger, we're going to see parallels, we know that. But seeing them out on screen, it's just amazing and I love it so much. 
here's a question for you guys. Have you guys read the comics? I haven't, but it seems interesting and I can tell that the writers really do link a lot of the things from the comics to the current show. So would it be okay if I read it? Would I be hit with spoilers? I, I don't know. That's kind of one of my biggest fears about shows that go from like a comic to a show or like a manga to an anime because you're afraid of spoilers, but you know that it's different at the same time. I, I don't know. Anyway, if you like this episode, if you like me, make sure to follow me at Show Talk Podcast on Twitter. Or if you want to know more about the shows that I'm covering, what I'll be covering, polls and etc., all that information, you can go to showtalk.blog for more information and I will see you guys at the next episode. But like always, keep on talking.